In today's show, we've got new extra, extra magic hours at Disney World. Taste of the Magic Kingdom VIP tour. Gico is now introducing Lion King dining experiences. We've got trivia. We've got meetups. And we've got so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? Excellent. Pretty good. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. How was your weekend? Uh, It was pretty good. Not too shabby. Um, yeah, yeah. We could talk a little bit about the 30th anniversary of the studios, if you want. Yeah. So you went to that. How was that? Yeah. So uh, stupid uh, Tony um, got to the studios at 8:30 in the morning because there was a 10 o'clock parade. I'm using my air quotes. Uh, I saw people in line at 5:45. Uh, there were people that, that were there earlier, and that was for the merch because they were allowing people to go get merch. At, I don't know, 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, whatever time they opened to sell merchandise. And for a good majority of the morning, like up until, say, maybe lunchtime, the wait for the merch was about two hours. And <laughs> the pass holder magic band was on eBay by 10 a.m. for $75 a pop. That's not a, if you bought two of them and you sold both of them. That's 150 bucks is not bad for a couple hours work. So I was sitting next to somebody uh, on the curb waiting for the parade who was telling me that there was a woman in line and uh, she had 10 of everything. You know, 10 of the turvis, 10 of the shirt, 10 of the magic band, 10 of the pen, 10 of everything. Now, specifically said on the Disney Parks blog, it was two items per person. Right. So this lady purchased all this stuff, and then the lady behind her had this same similar thing, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. So she went to a different person, and that person said, you can't have 10, you can have two. And she's like, well, she just bought 10. So she said, well, hold on. They went and got a manager and made that lady bring back eight and only <laughs> charge, you know, then two for her, two for her. Of wow. Yeah. Yeah. How on a scale of one to a billion, how pissed was that lady? I don't know. I wasn't there, but I would assume probably pretty pissed. I'm sure she was. Yeah. And I will tell you this. uh, It was (laughs) it is the most crowded I've ever seen the studios before Star Wars Galaxy Edge opening. (laughs) It was really, really, really. I mean, the sidewalks were filled with people. And then I'm thinking to myself, you know what? It's probably why they don't have a parade here anymore. Because their sidewalks are not as wide as the Magic Kingdom. And I'm saying, it's probably why they don't really have a parade. Because they don't have really the space to put all that many people to see a parade. Now, let's talk about this alleged parade. The alleged parade. There was... um, I was excited. I thought they were going to do Stars and Cars or something very similar to Stars and Cars. And I guess Disney really never saw what Stars and Cars looked like. <laughs> 
So they came up with this. There was a banner that said the studio's uh, 30th anniversary. There was a car with Mickey and Minnie in it. That went past. That's it? And then three minutes later, another car came with a banner for Indiana Jones. They had the Indiana Jones truck, and they had some of the stunt people. No music. It went past, and that was it. No music? No music. Three minutes later, <laughs> uh, Toy Story, Banner, Green Army Men. Uh, now, this was the best part. Woody and Buzz uh, each had their own car. Woody and Jesse was in one car. Buzz was in another one. But they wrapped the cars to look like the Pixar ball. Very nice. cool. That went past. So there was no music playing during no, this? No. For real? For real. For real. So, and that was it. There was like five things. Maybe I'm missing one of. Oh, 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 sorry. I forgot the two princesses. Sorry. There was a horse drawn with Beauty and the Beast and the Pooper Scooper. And then a horse drawn with uh, the Little Mermaid and a Pooper Scooper. And that was it. That was the entire. No Star Wars? No Star Wars. Oh, wait. I take it back. There was a Star uh, Wars. I was going to say. There was a Star Wars. I had one of each of the costumes, the new costumes. Um, and that was it. But I'm telling you, there was no music. There was no, um, it was really, they were really just shooting those video. They had a boom at the end of oh. Hollywood, you know, where the Star Wars stage was. And they had the, the idiot that does the Disney Parks, uh, uh, live things. Uh, I can't think of his name. I wouldn't call him an idiot, but yeah, okay. Trust me, he's horribly. He, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. If it ain't scripted, if it ain't written on a cue card for this person, I don't think he knows anything about Disney. I really don't. Anyway, they they had the stage. So, like, Mickey and Minnie got out of the car. So, we were on Hollywood right by Starbucks. Right. And then Mickey and Minnie got out and went on the stage. And then that car went, you know, where it used to go, out by Star Wars. Well, the people down there didn't get Mickey and Minnie. Wow. They got an empty car. <laughs> so they were really just doing this to shoot this video with their boom camera so that they can say they had a parade. And it was uh, horrible, horrible. So uh, Tony left and had lunch. I went to celebration and had lunch. I came back. And then later in the afternoon, uh, I grabbed a snack over at the Brown Derby. It's still my favorite place for a snack uh, and a cocktail. Hands down. Great food. Good service. Good liquor. So I did that. And then because uh, we were having dinner at Mama Melrose uh, late. And then I stayed for the after after hours party. You know, special experiences, special character meet and greets, special... There's nothing special about it. Really? <laughs> Anything they did. They had Mickey and Minnie together in front of the Chinese theater where the window is boarded up. What's a special experience about a boarded up window in front of the Chinese theater? Nothing. Horrible. Was that the background? Yes. Is that the backdrop? Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you the picture later. That was the backdrop. That's not great. Yeah. So then they had the Incredibles, but Mr. Incredible, uh, Frozen was in the first area. Mr. Incredible was in that second area. And then Mrs. Incredible was down at the end. And when I was at Mr. Incredible, I'm like, Mr. Incredible, why don't we go see Elastigirl? Come on, let's go. Let's, let's go that way. Let's go hang. He's like, no, 
You know, he's like doing all the, I can't go. So I said to the cast member, I said, why aren't these three people together? This is, this would be a great group photo. You know, Last Girl, Mr. Incredible, Frozen. That would make it a fun experience. They're like, uh, they just told us we had to do this. I said, well, tell them they're doing it wrong. I said, that's, it, there's nothing special about this. You know, right. Have them together would be special. It was funny because a couple of days prior, I had pulled up uh, Mr. Frozen and Mr. Incredible used to meet at the animation courtyard. Remember up mm-hmm. on the second floor there? Mm-hmm. And I have a picture of me where I was like a incredible uh, sandwich. I had Frozen on one side, Mr. Incredible on the other, giving me a, a squeeze hug. So they have had the characters together in the past. Um so the only good thing was we got a – they ran World of Animation again just for the people that were attending the after-hours party. How was that? That was fantastic because I got a good video of it, and there were oh, really only – I'm going to say 30, maybe 40 people in that wow. whole area. Wow. <laughs> so you know where the Frozen stage uh, – Frozen Star Wars stage is? There's that little area behind there where the hat used to be. Yeah. Well, we were sitting on that wall watching the entire show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you, if you go see, it's a really good show. It really runs all the animation. But um, it's a couple of things. They're showing different things. So the, what they're showing on the left is not what they're showing on the right is not what they're showing in the center. So they're showing really three different things. So if you want to capture all of it, you may have to go back. Right. And, and we see it. And there's not really a lot of fireworks. There's a couple of places that firework. There's a couple of places they shoot the fire cannons. Right. But it was really just projection. That's, uh, that's why they didn't mind doing it just for the 40 of you. Yeah. Right. It because, didn't cost that much. Yeah, it didn't cost that much. You know, they probably, you know, only had to keep one more pyro person on hand, you know, because it was, I don't know, three, no, two, two places they shot fireworks from. Well, all right, let me hear the rest of the story, then I want to dovetail off of something yeah. you said. Um, uh, all the, uh, they kind of throttled back how many attractions they had open to. Um, it was all the usual e-ticket stuff, but, uh, all the other, ancillary things were all shut down. It's not a lot after the e-tickets yeah. and Toy Story Land. Right. So uh, still in all, I mean, I do love going because, like I said, there's, there was like really nobody there. You know? Right. So cool. we had a good time. Um, I'm noticing this weird trend. I think I've seen it for a while now. It really breaks my heart a little bit. So a couple weeks ago, Park Hopper Sid and I went to Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And we, she had never been to, uh, I think we'd been to Toy Story Land. We were meeting somebody mm. and we were early. Mm-hmm. So we went down and met Edna Mode. All right. And so in the little incredible dance party, yeah, they break off and they're all over the place. Yeah. Right. So at one point, Frozone walks like he's walking towards Toy Story Land and there's that little picture area. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he he's look he's he's communicating with one of the photographers who's only taking pictures of that that wall. Right. And nobody is standing in line to get pictures taken on the wall. Right. So there's really hardly anybody dealing with Frozone at all. Yep. Like there's not like a ton of people. Yeah. There were maybe maybe fifty people in the courtyard in that whole little courtyard altogether. Yeah. Right. 
So anyway, Frozen's all by himself. Nobody's going near him. And he goes up and he, you know, the whole thing, there's a bin of signs. He'd pick up like, I'm incredible. Yeah, or, right. So we, he's looking through and he wants to pick up a couple signs. And my wife goes over and takes a picture and, and she leans over and says, could, could I take a selfie mm. with you? Huh. And I won't say that he blew her off, mm. but he was making it very clear. No. Huh. Interesting. And and the cast member stepped in and said, "Ma'am, he uh, he's not supposed to to do selfies." Hmm. And she says, "Well, then, can you take a picture?" She says, and the cast member is like, "My wife said, can you take a picture without a breath?" Casper said, "No, no, I can't." I'm huh. Like, hmm. but look, I get it. I get it. You don't want to take one picture and then yeah. now you've got a whole lot of people that you have to disappoint. Yeah. But if there's nobody around, yeah. Take the extra two seconds and make some magic for a change. Right. It's starting to really annoy me. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you had a good time. I'm disappointed that they're, they're pulling back a little bit, but the new show sounds great and I can't yeah. wait to yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, it was funny too. Uh, uh, who I went with was Susan and she was taking pictures with Vampire and Fancy Nancy. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I don't need pictures with them. So I was just kind of like leaning on the garbage pail, you know, trying to stay awake. Right. You know, I've been there since 830 in the morning. It's, it's getting close to one o'clock in the morning and I'm right. tired. <laughs> I bet. So the photo pass guy from Fancy Nancy, because nobody was there, comes over and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I said, uh, just trying to stay awake. Um, he goes, oh, you should have your picture with Fancy Nancy. I said, I, 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 who the hell's Fancy Nancy and why do I need a picture with her? So apparently he goes over and tells Fancy Nancy that, you know, what I said. So now Fancy Nancy is on the standing on the other side of the garbage pail doing the same thing I'm doing. And I said, uh, uh, hi, uh, Fancy Nancy. I said, uh, you know, I don't want to be mean, but I, I don't know who you are. You're not Mickey Mouse. And right. <laughs> Fancy Nancy got upset. <laughs> Obviously. Well. So now she's like, you know, well, you should see the show. You know, she's doing all the gestures, you know, see the show. Uh, and she made me do a pinky swear. We had, uh, so while I'm having this conversation, unbeknownst to me, the photo pass guy is taking like all these shots of me. Right. You know, having this interaction with Fancy Nancy. So I got a bunch of pictures with Fancy Nancy. Oh, without my permission. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, no, you once you purchase a ticket, your permission is guaranteed. So All right. That's awesome. Good yeah. review, my friend. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No. Uh no. I still will tell you. Go to the after hours events. Yeah. Not the extra, extra, extra magic. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Go to the we'll extra, to extra, extra after hours. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so this feels very uh, familiar because this is how we used to record the show. Right. So we'll see how bad the timing is. My Internet's better now. So mm. I guess there's nothing else we can do but get into the news. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. Whether you're planning a family vacation, a romantic getaway, or a destination wedding, a cruise, a European vacation, or really any other type of travel, you've got to talk to our friends at Destinations to Travel, and you need to let them be your guide for your next dream vacation. Now, the thing is, is a lot of people we know plan their own vacations, and that's fine. That's all well and good. But did you know that if you run into an, a problem at any time during your vacation – 
you're on your own. But if you allow Destinations to Travel's team of amazing travel planners help you, you'll be able to utilize their resources should anything happen. Plus, when you talk to a travel planner, they can probably find you more ways to save money than you even realized. Maybe on airfare, maybe the, the destination you've chosen has some specials going on that you didn't know about. It always does yourself a benefit if you talk to a trusted travel planner. So go to Disney Parks Podcast com the letter D, the number two, travel, fill out a form and let the Destinations Travel Team contact you and start planning your next dream vacation. All right. So um, I saw this come across the wire and I thought it was a typo. <laughs> I thought it was too. But let me read the headline to you. <clears throat> New extra, extra magic hours daily at Walt Disney World Resort theme parks include Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hmm. Apparently, for the first time in forever, they're right. just not writing copy anymore. No. Uh, the extra, extra, ma- the extra, extra magic hours benefit will include Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios, as well as other experiences at Disney's Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom theme park. Here's the rundown. Mm-hmm. For Disney's Hollywood Studios, daily from September 1st through November 2nd, the park will have extra extra magic hours from 6 until 9 a.m., including Star Wars Galaxy's Edge plus Toy Story Land attractions and select other attractions. Mm -hmm. Star Wars Galaxy Edge and its experiences are subject to a capacity. Which will be running at full tilt and assuming they're running at all. Please note that on August 29th through 31st, Disney's Hollywood Studios will open at 6 a.m. for all guests. There will be no extra, extra magic hours on those days. Because <laughs> that's when it launches, kids. Yeah. Uh, over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, extra, extra magic hours will happen daily, August 29th through November 2nd from 7 to 8 a.m. Featuring mm. Pandora, the world of Avatar. Remember that? That was all the big rage. Pandora, what the hell is that? Right. Is that Pandora uh, somewhere? Now, apparently here. Uh, that's going to be Pandora, World of Avatar, and other attractions throughout the park. Mm. Uh, and that's the same as the current morning extra magic offerings, magic hour offerings. That's mm. too many names. And then over the Magic Kingdom... Extra, extra magic hours will happen daily from August 29th through November 2nd from 7 until 8 a.m. Featuring favorite attractions on Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, same as today's extra magic hour offerings. Extra magic hours, extra magic hours will also continue to be available on select days at Epcot. Oh, that little park over there we call Epcot. We're going to do something there. If you're visiting this fall, you should know that extra, extra magic hours benefit the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, and they require a valid theme park admission and hotel ID. Hmm. Guests without the park hopper option or park hoppers plus option may must spend the day at the same park where they'd like to enjoy the extra, extra magic hours benefits. Also, not all Walt Disney World attractions are available within the extra, extra magic hour benefits. Mm-hmm. Park hours and available attractions are subject to change without notice. Mm-hmm. Extra magic hours is one of the many benefits and amenities that you can't have guests have come to enjoy as guests at the Disney Resort hotels. So what they're really saying is if you're not staying in one of our hotels, well, screw you. 
we really don't care that much about you. Uh, and if you are staying at one of our resorts, well, we'd like a little bit extra of your money if you could part with some. Well, they're trying really hard to to allow people in, and I guess because we have the benefit of time, and they're limiting people to four hours within Star Wars land, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I go in at 6 a.m., I have to get out at 10 a.m. 9 a.m. No, four hours. No, this extra, extra magic is only till 9, 6 to 9, and then you're out. Yeah, but if I get in at 6 a.m. As a regular guest on those three days. Don't I have? You'll have four hours. But no, no, not, doing, not those three days. I'm talking about like regular. Isn't there a four-hour moratorium on all guests? I don't know if they, how far they're doing that. Uh, into the future. I thought it was just the three open age, 29, 30, 31. Oh my God. And then That's it's going to be all hell's going to break loose. Is what I thought. If I could be wrong, I don't know. Oh, but that's man. the way I read the copy. Yeah, you're probably right. Because I would are they going to do that, that continuously? How would, you know, that's a lot of wristbands they'd have to be ordering. <laughs> well, it's going to be a lot of wristbands anyway. True. You know, for those three days. Well, they're going to do it for months. They, they better buy a wristband company. <laughs> they already have, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DisneyWristbands.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It'd be Disney.Wristbands.Go.Com.Play <laughs> plus. <laughs> That would be true. That would be very true. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like that they omitted the price for this event. And I here's the other thing, too, that I but I said, why are they stopping in November 2nd? Why don't they just run this through Christmas? Like, end of December, January 5th next year. Because you know when the Christmas season is going to start, you might as well. Take all of that money off the table too. Wait, they're, these aren't—they're not charging for this event. This is like extra magic hours. I don't. Yeah, yeah. you think so? I don't know. Yes. This, okay. So here's the thing. What? Is, what? It would be that, crazy not to charge for that. They're yeah, charging but, for the the morning thing where you get breakfast, right? I would be charging yes. for this. Yes, but ah, you're forgetting. Wow. Okay, so we have extra magic hours if you're staying on property, right? Right. Mm. We'll keep that theme and the extra, extra magic hours say, okay, we're going to open the parks up even earlier. So you're getting extra, extra magic hours and they're not charging Mm. you for it. But have you checked on how much the rooms are going for during this stretch of time? Yeah. They're they're getting their money. They're getting their money. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, next. Um, I, I, I think you missed it, Disney. You missed our wallets. <laughs> no, they'll get you. As a shareholder, I'm a little disappointed. I saw a guy walking around yesterday in Epcot with a, a Galaxy's Edge Coca-Cola shirt. Ooh. I'm like, how did you get that? He probably works for Coca-Cola. Probably. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, uh, this is another what they're calling signature touring thing uh remember last week we spoke about the special um cinderella's table signature thing we're going to talk about something else later but this is now another signature tour thing that they're doing so this is called uh go behind the counter with a taste of the magic kingdom vip 
tour. So during the tour, you'll discover how food memories are made as you taste your way through the kitchens of the Magic Kingdom Park. Along the way, you'll hear stories from some of the dedicated chefs and cast members, as well as your very own VIP tour guide. Hopefully these were people that worked in those kitchens. Not just, just hoping. Yeah, not just any old. <laughs> Could be our buddy. Well. Yeah. Could be our mutual buddy. He's been at every kitchen at Disney Springs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, who will all help uh, bring the creative and delicious, uh, delicious meals to uh, life? There at the Magic Kingdom. From sharing the rich history of Disney Parks food to giving you an insider's look at the creation of new menu items, our cast members will immerse you in the culinary magic of Disney. I want to go to their food lab. That's where I want to go. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that's not on this list that I know of. Uh, The tour includes exclusive and unprecedented access to a few of our backstage kitchens and working areas that have never before been seen by guests. So you can tell how dirty or clean they are. Uh, the behind the scenes will look and allow you to interact with the creative experts and experience firsthand everything that goes into the production of serving millions of guests each year. And don't forget to bring your appetite. Uh, throughout the experience, there will be specially curated tastings of most beloved snacks at the Magic Kingdom Park, including savory and sweet items. You'll even get a peek into the future and help create the next generation of Disney Parks food with a sampling of an item that is still in development. How fun and cool will that be? That'd be awesome. And remember... Many of the menu offerings change seasonally, so you never know what you might get to experience uh, when you're uh, looking for a new way uh, to tell a culinary story. A number of exciting updates include a new backstage experience uh, is now on the menu. Uh, Disney snack props from Taste of the Magic Kingdom VIP Tour. Uh, the Taste of the Magic Kingdom VIP Tour is currently being offered Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Pricing is 99 bucks per person. Uh, valid theme park admission is required and not included in the price of the experience. To book the tour, please visit WDW website or call 407-WDW-DINE. You know, for $99, that's Actually, that's pretty good. We should do this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do this even during the summer. I think, you know. Yeah. They don't say how long it is. Is it like a three-hour tour, four-hour tour? A three-hour tour. tour. Um, they don't say how long it is, and uh, I don't. Know. I, I I'm gonna call. I'll call. Yeah, call. Find out. I'll call. Uh, next up, hey, we had some trivia last week, John. Oh, yeah? We got some answers. Did we now? We did. Uh, the question was, who provides the speaking voice of Princess Jasmine? Oh, uh, Jamie Farr? That's correct. I knew it. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Linda Larkin. We yeah, had no. her on this podcast for 30 seconds. Wow. How'd that go? <laughs> they used to uh, do these. They used to send these emails out. It was uh, part of the Radio Disney team, mm-hmm. and they would allow you thirty seconds to talk to a guest. By the time you say hello, your thirty seconds is up. So, anyway, we aired it. It was silly. Uh, anyway, this week's winner was George. 
Uh, Good job, George. George, uh, it's in the mail, as we'd like to say. Uh, here is this week's uh, trivia question, John. You mm-hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. What does Abu try to steal from the Cave of Wonders? Okay. What does Abu try to steal from the Cave of Wonders? If you think you know the correct answer, uh-huh. send that to Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail. It it was a uh, a fancy sailing ship because you'll never answer. know uh, you'll never know how far he'll go. <laughs> oh wait, no, that was Moana. <laughs> Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. I will tell you, I saw the, they're running a trailer over at One Man's Dream. I saw that trailer. Uh, for, Aladdin. yeah. Aladdin. Looked pretty good. Ha! Huh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. They actually have live action <laughs> people in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see what they do with the, uh, with the, uh, 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 flying carpet. Yeah, that's probably not a live action thing. But yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, if you would like to help support the show, if you'd like to help us uh, stay on air, keep the show nice and free, I would highly encourage you. No, I would challenge you to come over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up to be one of our Patreons. Now, we try to take as good a care of our Patreons as we can. And one of the things that we've recently done, and please don't get confused by what Disney's doing, but we have a show called Extra Magic Hour. Extra, extra magic hour. No, no, no. Extra magic hour, uh, where it's just Tony and I talking about uh, a news item or something that uh, we find fascinating. If you've ever wanted to just kind of hang out with me and Tony and hear what kind of shenanigans we get up to just sitting across the table from each other, this is exactly that. This is a non-structure, just fun uh, time that we get together and hang out. Uh, we do that show, and then we recently added a brand new Patreon show where it's kind of a, a grab bag. Sometimes we do news. Sometimes we do uh, a story. Sometimes we just rant about some things, uh, but it's, you know, it's stuff that's going on in the parks. Uh, that's a brand new show. We don't really have an official name for it, but it's the Patreon show number two. <laughs> we don't have a name for it yet. Right. You know, because we can't afford the name people like Disney can and their extra extra magic hours. Uh, but we extra have all magic sorts. Plus hour. <laughs> out. Patreon show plus. plus. Uh, we have all sorts of extra goodies that we give out to whatever tier you support us with over at Patreon. So go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up today. Mm-hmm. Um, Gico, which is one of my favorite restaurants at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, is introducing a new Lion King dining experience. Oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, here's your appetizer. Uh, Is Simba on the menu now? uh, No, but Pumbaa is. Okay. Uh, Beginning on June 30th, Chico, the cooking place at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, will be offering the new Lion King-inspired dining experience. Just for those of you who are are confused, Chico is the dining place. Uh, What's the buffet called? Boma. Boma is the buffet. Yeah, thank you. Mm. Mad Libs with John. Uh, the evening includes a three-course menu celebrating Simba's story as live musicians perform pieces from the film soundtrack. All right, so <laughs> before I go further, uh-huh. did Jika really need this? No. So now we're no longer well, having... it is one place that you can typically always get a reservation. Yes, 
But see, here's the thing. Unlike Artist Point, mm-hmm. Chico never had a problem. I mean, it was always full. Every time I was there, mm-hmm. it was full. Mm-hmm. And it was a fine dining establishment. Mm-hmm. We'll know that they're in trouble, that Disney's in trouble, when they start offering a character dining experience oh, in the yeah. Alberts. Mm-hmm. I feel that's kind of what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the meal starts with an I just can't wait to be king appetizer that, in, that includes a young Cedar Creek clam mulata, mm-hmm. potatoes, pomegranate, and bonefish marrow. The dish is inspired by young Simba's playfulness. Now, I've had, you know, bone marrow before. Mm. And, you know, those bones were pretty big. I can't imagine bonefish. Bone. Fish, a fish marrow bone, really, really tiny. It's like a straw. Yeah. For your main course, you want to be prepared to choose from two different entrees. The bone-in ribeye is served with hibiscus, nettles, and uh, frebula, mm-hmm. which is uh, – she's one of the new guardians of the galaxy. Right. While the lobster sausage comes with red shrimp, squid mussels, and fragrant rice. This course mm-hmm. reflects Simba's courage to persevere after visiting the elephant graveyard. All right. Now, dessert comes and celebrates Hakuna Matata. Matata. As Simba grows up to learn how to be a successful leader, caramelized orange and chocolate croy sit atop a playful foliage. Hmm. A selection of uh, frandises. I have no idea. Top off the menu as can you feel the love tonight (laughs) invites you to reflect on your journey. Can't you take that Tums tonight? <laughs> the Lion King dining experience will be available for a limited time during uh, dinner at Gico. In addition to the regular restaurant's regular menu, the mm. cost for the price fix menu, mm. damn it, mm-hmm. is $65 per person plus gratuity and tax. Two different wine pairings are also available. Reservations are available now. And at 65 bucks, why wouldn't we go try this out? Yeah, that's a too bad. I mean, a normal entree there is like thirty bucks to start. So, dude, I you could spend sixty five dollars ordering appetizers for two. Yeah, yeah, that's really not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Yeah. Next up is the new signature, and this is like third on their list. New signature celebration package now available at Cinderella's Royal Table. Uh, so beginning today, guests can reserve the brand new signature celebration package at Cinderella's Royal Table. Uh, the package includes dinner as well as reserved happily ever after fireworks viewing in the West Plaza Garden. This will be a separate area for guests of this package. Prior to joining the after fireworks dessert party at Tomorrowland Terrace. In addition, guests of this package will experience a unique and exclusive extra to ensure a most magical evening. I wonder what that might be. Cinderella and Prince Charming will both welcome you as you arrive at Cinderella's Castle for dinner. Once your party has been seated, enjoy a complimentary glass of sparkling wine or a specialty beverage. During dinner, Cinderella's uh, princess's friends will visit at your table for photos and autographs. Once you finish your dinner, a decorated box of Cinderella-inspired confections will be brought to you as your way to the Remember the Castle. 
This brand new offering is currently only available during one specific seating at Cinderella's World Table. <laughs> Reservations are limited. Highly recommended. I don't think you're going to walk up and ask for that. Uh-huh. It can all be made by calling 407-WDW-DINE or by visiting DisneyWorld.com. The cost of the experience is $199 plus tax and gratuity for adults and 169 for the kids. Yeah, man. $30 uh, less for the children. <laughs> Just go to Victorian Alberts for $199, right? Dang near, but you don't get the you know the viewing for the fireworks, and you don't get that extra special gift, and you don't get the character meet and greet. Wait, wait, wait! We should do a character meet and greet at Victoria and Alberts. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's coming, kids. Yeah, it'll be a special seating <laughs> where you'll get characters, but they'll they'll shoehorn it in. Right, they'll get it in there. Uh, okay, so this whole podcast has a t- has the k- possibility with this next news story to be very, very confusing. So, <laughs> just just as a little bit of a rundown, mm-hmm. when you stay on Disney property, normally in the morning or in the evening, you get what they call extra magic hours. That's why we call the show on Patreon extra magic hour. Mm-hmm. For all the really cool stuff that's coming for the 20th, meaning, you know, uh, Pandora, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and all that stuff, they decided to open up the parks even earlier, and they're calling that extra, extra magic hours. Mm -hmm. But what they also wanted to do was to start charging people, resort guests, and non-resort guests the ability to enter the park a little early and have breakfast. So that was called early morning magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the reason I go through all that is to say this, if you made an early morning magic reservation, which I'm fairly confident had to be paid for up front Correct. for the month of September, your reservation dates have been canceled. Mm-hmm. According to reports from guests, Disney started canceling reservations for the Magic Kingdom's early morning magic dates in September. Guests are uh, said to be getting a full refund, mm-hmm. a credit for breakfast at the Plaza Restaurant or Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go for that. And eight Fast Pass Plus entitlements. Mm. So uh, the September dates still show up on Disney's website, but they are unavailable for booking. So one more time, if you paid money to get into the park early to have breakfast and ride rides at the magic kingdom, that is early morning magic. Those dates have been canceled. If you're staying on property and you want to get that extra free time in the parks, that's either extra magic hours or extra, extra magic hours. Is that, this is why they canceled because they're doing the extra extra to replace correct the early morning extra magic correct <laughs> thank you for making that so confusing for us to see well here's the thing you know from a purely marketing and business strategy mm. naming is everything yeah when we when we were launching this podcast we wanted a name that people will remember and disney had just started their disney parks blog right why not Disney Parks Podcast? We yeah. thought that we'd last six months and they'd make us change the name. Sure. 
<laughs> what did we know? Yeah. Uh, but if Disney had said, you know, extra magic hour mm-hmm. makes sense. And then they wanted to do the extra extra, you know, what if they changed the name to uh, extra special mornings? Mm. Right. You know, magical mornings. Yeah. And then this thing is early morning well, magic. Get the hell out of bed super early day. That's right. <laughs> you know, wake up to the magic. Yeah. If you want to do wake up to the magic, that starts at six o'clock in the morning. You know, something that would differentiate it enough because these names are so similar. Yeah. It's, it's super confusing. Yeah. I, I feel for all of my travel partner, oh my God, brother, to explain this to people trying to keep that all straight. Ooh. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Hey, uh, we're having a meetup May uh, 18th at 9 p.m. This is our goodbye illuminations. Uh, We are going to meet at 7 p.m. at the International Gateway. So be there at the International Gateway at 7 p.m. Because right after that, we're going to walk to the Tokyo Balcony and get a spot there. That We're going to stake our claim going to plant our pole <laughs> and we'll stick uh, our flag. Yeah. Stick our flag and call it done. Um, so be there at 7 PM uh, for illuminations. Goodbye party. Then on June 22nd, uh, still we're waiting. Uh, I got to get some details on. Uh, we're going to go see toy story uh, down at Disney Springs. So stay tuned for that. Uh, also, uh, Amazon Echo, Amazon Dot. Don't forget that you can say, hey, play the Disney Parks podcast. Alexa, play the Disney Parks podcast. And it will magically come out of your speakers. I wonder if we can get on Amazon Music. Does Amazon Music have podcasts yet? I don't know. I don't know. I I'm going to look into, into it. Yeah. Uh, don't forget that you can get some merch over at the Disney Parks store. Go to Disney Parks podcast com forward slash shop and then rate us and review us wherever you listen to the show if you're listening right now from somewhere there has to be a little button that says share or rate go do that and that'll be good all right uh as we mentioned toy story 4 is coming up and uh, the marketing machine at disney is in full tilt There is so much stuff coming out for this uh, movie. It is, I'm not going to say incredible because that's the wrong movie. It is a Toy Story. Uh, so there's going to be a new Toy Story Mania merchandise pop-up shop coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. So in celebration of Disney's Toy Story 4, a pop-up merchandise location is getting ready to open later this month uh, at Toy Story Land because as if people need a reason to go there. Uh, the pop-up shop will be located at the exit of Toy Story Mania just to make that area a little bit more crowded uh, on Pixar Place and will feature a variety of products from the beloved Toy Story films, including new items celebrating the upcoming Toy Story 4 film, which hits theaters June 21st, 2019. I've I've already seen there's a couple people on Instagram so they have a bunch of pop uh, Funko stuff and apparently they spread the love there's an exclusive one like to Target to Walmart to Amazon to Barnes and Noble to Lunchbox all those places all got one right you know character so you got to go to you know five different stores to get all five characters which was great thank you Uh, they've been really uh, I've been getting stuff, you know, about all the merch that's coming in. It's ridiculously, there's a lot. 
a lot. Yeah, it's it's overwhelming to be honest with you. Yeah, and the tie-ins to all the companies that they're doing too. Right. You know, it's pretty ludicrous. Yeah, I watched a guy that makes a living um buying up certain things and and selling them on eBay or mm. Amazon. Mm. And uh he spent 18 hours driving around to 22 Walmarts. <laughs> Trying to pick to up pop fun pick up, No, he's he's picking up board games. Oh wow. He's picking up the millennial version of uh Monopoly. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh let's see here. Uh Disney's Art of Animation Resort lobby is uh the floor is being replaced in a multi phase hmm. project that's happening now through September seventh. Nice. Uh, as part of the upgrades to Disney's Art of Animation Resort, the floor of the resort lobby is being replaced in six phases through the summer. Mm-hmm. The worst time on the planet to do anything, and they're doing it in the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Work's officially begun uh, on the floor and is expected to continue through Saturday, September 7th. During this time, guests should be aware of some changes. Guests traveling via Disney's Magical Express to the resort will be welcomed to the bus zone that is currently used for buses to Disney's Hollywood Studios, commonly referred to as the second bus stop. Mm-hmm. The bus stop for Disney's Hollywood Studios will be temporarily relocated to the empty bus load zone at the very end of the walkway. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go to Star Wars land? Great. You're going to walk, son. Yep. Uh, guests departing via Disney's Magic Express for the airport will continue to board the bus right under the port Now, why didn't they make the Disney Express unload at the port Because they're, they're masochists. And they want uh, they want to get the people who are leaving out as soon as possible. Right. Okay. Uh, Guests departing for Disney Cruise Line may wait in the area of the Landscape of Flavor, or excuse me, Landscape of Flavors Food Court, located immediately to the left upon entering the food court. Nobody's going to miss their buses there. <laughs> Hi, can you please wait inside over at the food court? We'll let you know when the bus is here. Um, the the boat departed at four thirty, and it's six o'clock, and I'm still sitting in the food court. <laughs> oh, we well, have to book another cruise. Yeah. Sketch artist times will be from 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. starting on Monday. Well, it started already. Yeah. Excuse me. It will be held uh, in the resort airline check-in location at the back of the animation hall near the drop-off pool bar. Mm-hmm. Front office cast members will be roaming both outside and inside animation hall. So if you have a question, concern, yeah. or complaint, right. let them know. The renovation comes ahead of the opening of Disney Skyliner, which will have a station servicing both Disney's Art of Animation Resort and the nearby Disney's Pop Century Resort, located on Our Glass Lake. Mm-hmm. Nice. You'd think they would have done this a little bit earlier to hit the August 29th date so that that would have opened, the Skyliner would open, but no. Redheaded Stepchild comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, hey, we spoke a, a little bit, uh, a couple, probably about a month ago about these things called witchables. Yeah. Uh, I had a chance to see them in the parks. And here's the sad part. They're cute. They're very cute, but they're blind purchases. So it's in a bag and you don't know what's in it. So you can't say, well, I want the buzz. I want the, the, you don't know what, which one you're getting. 
I hate, 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 hate when they do this. So if you've been wishing for the next set of Wishables plush coming to arrive, well, the wait is over. Uh, I stumbled across them at the Hollywood Studios uh, back on May the 1st. Uh, the latest addition to the collection is the Buzz Lightyear Attraction Series, uh, so you can go check those out. Uh, these are nine ninety nine each. There are four. Yeah, so you're gonna have, and you can't say, "Well, I'll get four and I'll get all of them." That's not gonna happen. You could get four of the same. Yeah, and it's funny because everybody is looking like they'll look at the package and then they squeeze them to see if they can figure out. <laughs> Which one is in there? Wow. Uh, pretty funny. Uh, in the series, you will find, uh, Empire, uh, Emperor Zorg, Buzz Lightyear, Boxobot. That's like the fighting robot thing. Oh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then the XP-40 Space Cruiser. Nice. Um, that's it. So, yeah, like I said, it's fun to watch guests, uh, being, you know, squeezing all these little packages to find out if they can guess which one's in there. Wow. Yeah. Back in the day, the Vinylmations, people used to figure out how the assortment box was laid out. Really? Yeah. And they used to post, uh, you know, if you want this character, it's the second, second row, third one from the left. And then Disney randomized all those assortment boxes. Oh, yeah. Disney (laughs) was like, no, I don't think so. And what also happened, it was funny, uh, early on when people were doing this, I saw a cast member put out a new box, and then I t- saw her move all the all the assortments. <laughs> she was mixing them all up, like a deck of cards. <laughs> nice. <sighs> and I, said, oh. I asked her, too. I said, you know, why, why are you uh, moving them all around? She goes, because people know where they are, and we, we don't want them to. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. Why? why? Yeah. They'll go to the extra step to do that kind of crap, but they won't go to the extra step. Just, just let this woman have a photo with Frozone. Yeah. No. Just let this little kid have this moment. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, for those of you who are wondering why we're spending so much time here at Walt Disney World, and you're like, hey, guys, where's some of that really cool news from across the ponds? Mm. Well, here you go. That's right. There's a new popcorn shop in Bucket coming to the Disneyland in at Tokyo, mm-hmm. a new popcorn shop called Big Pop is coming to Tokyo Disneyland in 2020. This will be a new specialty popcorn shop selling lots of different flavors of popcorn to satisfy hungry guests. Alongside these new popcorn shop, Tokyo Disneyland is also hinting at releasing a new popcorn bucket, a Baymax popcorn bucket. What? I cannot wait. The Baymax popcorn bucket will be released to celebrate the opening of the new Baymax attraction. What? What? The Happy Ride with Baymax <laughs> will open in Tomorrowland and invite guests to join their favorite healthcare companion for an exciting musical ride, which swings guests around and around. Oh, okay. So it's a swing ride. Mm. Uh, so Tony, let me ask you a question. You've watched, you've watched Iron Chef. Yes. Before, right? Mm-hmm. Did you watch the original Iron Chef from Japan where they did the overdubs? Yeah. Do you know some of the flavors of popcorn that oh, the God. Japanese enjoy? They like like uh, red hot chili, uh, uh, you know, uh, lime. They like crazy kinds of popcorn, and even like their potato chips are not 
you know, barbecue or ranch, you know, it's all, you know, grasshopper or, or whatever. It's all kind of crazy. You know, and they'll the have popcorn like a, buckets are huge, huge. Yeah. There yeah. are people that come to the parks with three or four popcorn buckets strapped to their hip so that yeah. they can get popcorn, different popcorn throughout the park. Right. It's a huge, 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 huge thing. You think There's popcorn a- buckets are big here? No, uh-uh. Yeah, there's a dude walking mm-hmm. around with uh, the Minnie and the Mickey popcorn buckets, the no balloon, the balloon popcorn yeah. bucket. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you walking around with with five pounds of plastic hanging yeah. off your neck, man? Yeah. That can't be pleasant. Yeah. Well, that's why I, ha- I well, I gave you the Tron one. I got the Tron one from Tokyo. They My did- wife is very excited by that. By okay. the way, <laughs> uh, they did the Buzz Lightyear in the package. Uh, popcorn bucket. I got that. They did the alien one originally in Tokyo. We have that a version of that now, but they haven't brought the Buzz one. Uh, and then recently I got the Toy Story, uh, Woody wagon, uh, from Tokyo. So nice. yeah, I don't get my popcorn buckets from the States. I get my popcorn <laughs> buckets from Tokyo. As, as with both things, Tony Casanova orders everything off the internet and yes. gets them delivered. Yes. I don't wait. I innovate. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I found a person that is very reliable and uh, puts the stuff up and I get a notification with new popcorn buckets and other really cool stuff. I can't wait to see what they're going to do for Toy Story 4. I'll right. probably blow my mind, but yeah, yeah. And I will tell you this too. They take their merchandise so seriously. How seriously do they take it? They have a quarterly catalog Oh yeah, that you can buy and sift through the merchandise available for that quarter. It's brilliant. I'm like, I can't find out where to buy a taco in the Magic Kingdom, but they have a catalog of the merchandise for that quarter. Yeah. Uh, Peca, uh, uh, Tortuga Tavern uh, is where you get tacos. Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> that's what I always think should be on the app. Like if I'm looking for a specific kind of food, right. like taco or Asian or pizza or whatever, tell me the places I can get that. Yeah. Hook, hook a brother up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. They had that menu for one month. It was a pamphlet you could pick up at guest services. For one yeah. month they had it, and now it's gone. Oh, well. Anyway. Oh, you want to do the uh, tip of the week, hack hack tip of the week? Sure, yeah. Um, you know, uh, people ask all the time, is there really a bad place to watch Illuminations? And the answer is yes. Yes, there are several, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're downwind. Yeah. Uh, you want to make sure that you're not standing in the direction that the wind is blowing. That's now, why? Great, great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lifts, uh, well, if it's humid, the moisture traps the smoke, the gunpowder, yep. uh, and makes it so thick you can't see the show. Right. So next, next time you're there, make sure that you check which direction the wind is blowing before you pick your spot. Uh, not only that, unless you really just like enjoying the smell of, uh, gunpowder. In the morning. Yes. Uh, A, you will smell like that for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. You'll be breathing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you think secondhand smoke from somebody smoking a cigarette outside is bad and they got nothing on a bunch of fireworks. So there are some bad places. There are some tree obstructions. But the biggest challenge is for people who are not wanting to get smoked out. So make sure you're upwind from illuminations. Yeah, it's happened to me. Yeah. yeah. I picked yeah. up the wrong place one night. Right. And then, hey, kids. Oh, I'm sorry. Got, okay. Hey, kids. How about a little headline news? Headline news. <laughs> 
All right. Captain Hook's Pirate Crew is now open at Disney's uh, Beach Club Resort. Remember, we spoke about that little party for the kids and for adults, I think, too. Uh, that is all fired up. Uh, Disney screens Avengers Endgame for the troops in Afghanistan. It was interesting how this happened. Uh, a woman uh, who's in the military tweeted Bob Iger and said, hey, Bob, we'd like to see uh, Endgame sooner rather than later. They had plans, but it was really out in the future. Right. And uh, Bob said, you're probably right. We should probably do something. And he arranged to get the movie there like that week. In, yeah. A uh, couple of the bases in uh, Afghanistan. So they were yeah. going to see it sooner. Uh, uh, a movie about a bunch of fake heroes mm-hmm. being played in front of a bunch of really? real life heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, hey, a Louisiana couple has sued uh, Disney, uh, <laughs> stating that they were exposed to bed bugs last year. <laughs> Did you hear this story? No, but yeah. I don't want to say anything really bad about Louisiana, but I've been there a few times and come on. Yeah. Come on, man. So they're saying come on. they got a bad dose of the bed bugs that they brought home. And what? They, were they they're st- claiming the only place they stayed was a Disney resort. What Disney resort? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. If it was a Disney-owned resort, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I would be too. But it's probably one of these one ninety-two, ten bucks a night. <laughs> probably, but I don't think it was. Uh, it was very sad. Uh, when was it? A couple of days ago, uh, actor uh, Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca, uh, died at the age of seventy-four. And I, you know, when he used to do the Star Wars weekends, he really didn't look all that great. And I know yeah. he had a couple surgeries after that. Uh, but this really did kind of break my heart. I mean, I did really find, um, you know, hit that, that whole, and it was funny the other day they were, you know, for the May the 5th, they were doing all the Star Wars movies on TBS and I was watching them like, wow, that, you know, it's kind of sad now. So I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to go back and meet Chewbacca for a little while. I may have to take a break because there's nothing like a good chewy hug. You know, right? Um, hey, Adventure by Disney announced that they're going to Egypt starting in 2020. So if you ever wanted to, uh, you know, go mining in a pyramid, you know, for some gold, mm. now's your chance. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. Uh, uh, next up, uh, hey, did you see this wonderful, fascinating, intriguing, mind manipulating Disney's Hollywood Studio logo that they put out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. If you have it's not, this, they choose Woody and not Buzz. Yeah. <clears throat> it's um a B. They're using the O's in the word Hollywood Studio. Uh, so BB-8 is in one. Woody's in another. I can't remember who's in the other O. Uh, but the word Studios is tiny, tiny, tiny. It's uh Mickey, isn't it? Uh, it might be. I doubt it though. Tiny, tiny, tiny little word. And uh, listen, this is just my theory. I think it's going to change to something else. And this is the interim version of uh, this logo. And I will say the logo looks better on black than it does on white. I've seen it on both. Yeah, it's not a good logo. It's I saw it. The font is not terrific. uh, I like the font. It's not the the new yeah it's mickey mouse yeah oh all right i'm surprised yeah. uh i like the font i just don't like mm. I, 
I don't like this. I don't like the characters in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because now we're stuck with those characters the whole time. Mm-hmm. Versus, if you look at past Hollywood Studios logos, mm-hmm. it was different. Right. You know, there was no characters in it. There were some with characters before you start hate mailing me. Yeah. But I just, I just didn't like it. Yeah. And that's my, that was my complaint or my issue about the merchandise they did for the 30th. They didn't honor any of the legacy things that were at the studios. Power Rangers, Turtles, Great Movie Ride, uh, uh Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, uh you know, uh, the stunt show, all, all of that stuff, backlot tour, all the things that made the Hollywood studios a great place were not honored in any of the 30th merchandise. Well, you know, what's funny. Just saying. Um, so I, I, I have watched a lot of pro wrestling in my day Uh-oh. and there's a company called WWE, which is the biggest wrestling company in the world. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a inside saying that if it didn't happen in WWE, it didn't happen. Right. So there's, there's a couple of guys that were really big in WWE and left and became even bigger stars somewhere else. Mm. And then they came back to the company. Oh, wow. And the only thing that WWE talks about is their time in the WWE. Oh, wow. So I'm wondering if Disney's not kind of applying that same logic. Mm. You know, hey, we're talking about Hollywood Studios, and the only thing that happens here in Hollywood Studios is Mickey, Toy Story, and Star Wars. Yeah, well, that's it. All the other stuff is great, mm-hmm. but really, Star Wars, Toy Story, right, and Mickey Mouse. That's, right. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, that's it. That's it. Oh, and the resort was the uh, was the art of uh, art uh, all star movies. Ooh, that's because some cheerleader was there prior to. <laughs> I've got too many jokes. <laughs> if it was a cheerleader. Man, would it, cheerleaders I can, were in town. I can't. I can't. It's too young. Cheerleader. There was all right. Nothing else. Thousand cheerleaders in town. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, anything else, buddy? No. All right. We want to encourage you to come over to uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast, as well as Disney Podcast on Twitter. But we really want to invite you to come over to DisneyParksPodcast.com. We've got our show archives, as well as links to amazing sponsors uh, like our friends at Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can find all sorts of really cool stuff to hang out and uh, and play with there. We want to encourage you to come join us at a meetup. Uh, make sure that you visit us at Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and join the podcast crew. Uh, And other than that, my friends, if we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. 